Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today I'm bringing back an old Dylan Jamelli special, totally revised. There's going to be some similar things on there and some different things, but tons of people have been asking me about this, especially since my stance on Anavar has changed. So we're going to do the myths and facts of Anavar, totally revisited and redone. But before we get into that, I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody supporting the channel. You guys, just amazing. And I think the older I get, the more it touches me and it resonates with me more. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button if you're enjoying the videos. And also make sure that you're following the SARMS Expert Podcast on um, Apple, Spotify, and Google. I'm there. All of these videos are in podcast form. If you're driving, want to listen that way on the treadmill, whatever the case may be. It's always good to have that option as well. I know everybody would love to watch the videos, um, but if you can't, it, it's really nice to have that option. Anyway, let's get into the topic at hand, myths and facts of Anavar. Now, go back and watch my Apology to Anavar video, and you can see, and those of you that have been following me all these years know that I've had so many years of hatred to Anavar, which totally flipped the switch. Well, it's been about a year now since I had such a good experience with it the last time, and then now a time after that. Um, but I, totally different. Anyway, let's talk about some myths first of Anavar. One of the first myths that I want to address is that Anavar is this amazing fat loss drug and it's going to get you into shape immediately. Anavar has some amazing fat burning capabilities. It has a lot of other capabilities that I've discussed in many other videos. Muscle hardening, strength, um, things like that. But just because you take Anavar, it's not this miraculous, oh, I'm in terrible shape. Um, I'm just going to take this and it's going to make me lose weight, put me into this condition, etc. And that can go for any steroid. Uh, you could argue Tren does a lot of things that allows you to get away with things, but you still can't just miraculously take this and get into shape. Anavar needs to have you with a proper diet, proper training, consistent discipline for you to get the real results that you're supposed to get. I'm not saying that you can't take it and be in terrible condition and see some results. You'll see some results for sure. Anybody that tells you you won't see some kind of results, but you, you're not going to see anything like you should see with it. You'll never have the experience that you should really, really see with it. So in that case, don't be under the misconception that Anavar is this miraculous weight loss drug or it's going to just throw you into the best condition ever. Number two, Anavar does not require a post-cycle therapy. That drives me crazy. Anavar is an anabolic steroid, uh, anabolic androgenic steroid. It requires a post-cycle therapy. It is suppressive regardless of what anybody tells you. Um, I have seen blood work for over a decade on people doing Anavar-only cycles or just Anavar and test, Anavar with other things. I've done it. I've tested it. I've been through this time and time and time and time again with people, explaining to them and showing them and teaching them that a lot of these things that get passed around are just untrue. You will probably recover eventually without a PCT from Anavar, but it's going to be a longer recovery. You're going to not keep any of your gains whatsoever, and it's already hard enough to do that by doing things properly, and it's just going to throw you into nothing but problems down the road. All right, it's not something that you want to do. You should run a. It, I, I know people say, oh, you don't need a full post cycle, it's this and this. I never recommend it without a full post cycle, even if you're running it alone. If you want to run a condensed post cycle therapy, it's better than nothing. 
I don't agree with it. Um, and I don't know why people tend to want to skimp on post-cycle therapy being that it's the most important part of the cycle, but that's an entirely different video. Just don't fall under the misconception that you don't need a post-cycle therapy with Anavar because you most certainly absolutely do. Now, number three, Anavar is weak. Look, Anavar is definitely more mild and that's why it's one of the compounds, one of really the only compounds, and I don't really like females using any steroid. That's another entirely different video, and that's more my concern and protectiveness of females when it comes to this. But that's the one that's a little bit more mild that females tend to respond to. But do not kid yourself. They Females run Anavar very, very low compared to what a male does. We're talking 10 to 20 milligrams. When a male's running it and, and you've got good quality, you're up in that 60 milligram range, maybe 50, let's say 40 to 60 generally. Most, most guys like to run it even higher than that, which is a, another thing that I'm going to cover here in a minute. Look, it's a toxic oral steroid. If you're comparing it to Anadrol or Superdrol or D-Ball or even Winstrol, no, it's not going to be as strong. Absolutely not. I, I'm, look. I'm 100% on board with that, and I'm 100% on board saying it's a more mild steroid, but Primabolin is a more mild steroid too. Are you going to not be concerned about any side effects with that because it's more mild? No. You might be able to not be as hardcore on the concern area, especially if you're running just Anivar, you know, by itself. It's still toxic. It's still going to hurt your liver. It's still going to hurt your blood pressure. It's still going to hurt your kidneys. You're still going to probably experience back pumps, shin pumps, things of that nature. These are all correlated and you're all going to have these problems depending on how high you run it. And look, some people just don't get side effects like other people do and God bless you. Okay, I, there's things that I've, like for me, Anadrol. I don't know why and I ran it up to 100 milligrams where I really did not have a lot of issue with it other than some elevated liver values. Never had all of these problems people had. A little bit of water retention but not terribly bad. Then I run super draw and it's the worst experience of my life. And I won't touch it. I, I even cringe even talking about it or thinking about it. Some people can handle super draw just fine. It's just like anything else. You've got to find out through trial and error. But let me tell you something right now. Don't think that Anivar cannot cause you problems because it most certainly can. And like I was just talking about, it is definitely suppressive. So don't kid yourself on that as well. Now let's talk about dosing. Some people, uh, and this is another myth that you need to run 100 milligrams of Anivar. If you have quality Anivar, okay, you don't need any more than 60 milligrams as a man and as a female, you don't definitely don't need any more than 20. I, I always tell females to keep it at 10. That's the max of my comfort level. Um, 20 is top, 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 top end. And I say 60 for a man. I see guys running 100 milligrams and more of Anivar. It's completely unnecessary. It's completely ridiculous, to be honest with you. And I don't want to sound like, like I always say, I ain't your fucking dad. I ain't trying to be your dad. All right? We all have our own. But I got to look out for you guys and tell you that's not necessary. I don't want people to, okay, there's several reasons. You're wasting money because Anivar is very expensive. Okay? You're putting unnecessary strain on yourself for not getting anything more out of it because it's not like you're going to get so much more out of it out of out of 100 than 60. Now, I can argue that the difference between 30 to 50, you're definitely going to see a difference. But when you start getting past 60, you're getting like diminishing returns almost because you're factoring in the side effects to the gains and it's not adding up and equating. So there's no reason to go over 60 milligrams at all. So always remember that. Then another one. 
People say that, oh, well, you could run it a lot longer because it's more mild. Look, it's like I say, it's still a toxic oral steroid. You don't want to run this too long. I see people wanting to run it 10 and 12 weeks. I had a case one time when I was living in Vegas. Um, there was a female I was coaching, and she was a hardcore bodybuilder, and she ran Anavar, and I'm not shitting you, six months consistently. She suffered from serious problems, serious libido problems, serious mental problems, starting to get brain fog, drastic, and, and you know, just like men need estrogen, females need testosterone, obviously different levels. She completely annihilated herself. It was the biggest, it, it was, one, I take that back, it was one of the biggest mess that I had to deal with to help. I had another guy with finasteride and post-finasteride syndrome, which is a totally different topic, huge mess. But Anavar, running it too long is going to cause you problems too. You, I always tell people, unless it's Proviron, don't run an oral over six weeks. If you want to push Anavar to eight, that's on you. You'll never see me recommending that. Never. I, I would say you could possibly get away with it. I just wouldn't do it. I don't like it at all. Everybody's different on what they want to do. And Dylan Jamelli is not the end-all be-all of all things being steroids. But my recommendation for the people that, that listen to me and follow me is to not exceed six weeks. And if you're going to push it, don't go over eight, please. I mean, these are all these myths about Anavar that grow and grow and grow. And I could probably keep going on. I got, I, I got to cut these videos after a certain amount of time and I see my timer there. I've gone longer than I even should have. And I can expound on this and maybe make a second episode. But these are main points that we need to stay up on and understand. It's not a miraculous weight loss treatment. It's not going to magically put you into shape. Okay? It's definitely, although mild, it needs to be respected. You need to run um, moderate or you know top-end doses, not going crazy and going way over top-end doses. You need to protect yourself on cycle from toxicity. You need full post-cycle therapies with this. Just don't fall under misconceptions because you'll end up being surprised and not in a good way. And I want you all to have the very best experiences possible. And I want you to think about the longevity of this. All right. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And I want everybody to start thinking that way. I regret throughout my life not thinking more long term. It took me to have a lot of mistakes, to get married, to have more things in my life that meant to me to start thinking more long term. Don't be me. Okay. Think long term earlier. So... That being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.